Hello. Hey, Jake. What's up, Josh? Just got done at the gym. Just drank my glass of a uh, half egg whites and and half milk. For those of you who haven't heard, it's a it's a great hack to get protein. It sounds gross, but that's it tastes the secret. Like... <laughs> that's the secret. Um, my question today. So, as people may or may not know, I have my first jujitsu competition coming up here at the end of the month in June, and I've been trying to follow my training plan as much as possible. Don't always find partners who are willing to do all the positional sparring that I want to do. So sometimes I end up just doing regular rolls. But this question came out of that section at the end of class. So where it's just like, all right, open mat, do whatever you want. I think a lot of gyms have this. They just throw on five minute timer, whatever. And now it's up to you to really like figure out what you're trying to get out of that training session versus just sparring. So for me, I've been feeling like I go into that open mat. I try to find people to positionally spar with. Not doesn't always happen. I end up just rolling a bunch. And since I'm so new, a lot of the people I roll with are a lot better than me. So lately I've just been practicing. I've just been in bottom knee shield a lot or like just been practicing defense a lot. Trying to, even if they let me get to top position, pass, get back to bottom. So that has gotten me feeling like not very confident in my offense. So I, I guess for me, that feeling of like, oh, I don't see my path to victory at this competition that sparked this question of like, how do I gain that confidence and offense when at the end of class it's open rolling and most people are better than you? Um, do I just try to find newbie like practice some offense with or what are your, what are your thoughts there? Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, just to go back to, to the beginning with your egg white thing. I just reminded me of the stand-up comedy thing that I, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> his name is on it's on Netflix. His name's Gary Goldman, but he talks about how uh he needs to stop watching movies that he loved his kids because it ruins it when he watches it as an adult. And he was like, When I when I watched Rocky and he drank the raw egg, I thought to myself, like, that's the secret. That's how he's gonna beat him. <laughs> and he's like, Now I watch that, and I'm like, I gotta be honest with you, Rock, that's not too good for you. <laughs> Probably better off with a with an egg white omelet, a little avocado on top. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I uh, I I think I mentioned this before. For people who think I'm joking or that it sounds gross, I will say I heard um, what's that guy Derek from More Plates More Dates mention it. Like video title is like how to get more protein in your day or whatever, and he was like, "This sounds gross, but you can drink egg whites. It's pasteurized, so like you can totally drink it raw. It's fine." But I didn't want to do it, so I just mixed it with milk. And then I drank it and I was like, dude, it tastes just like milk. And I brought it up because my girlfriend actually listened to one of our episodes and she was like, wait, is that your egg white milk thing? And I was like, just try a little bit. <laughs> and she tried it and she was like, you know what? I actually can't taste the difference. So there's a testimonial for you people. <laughs> Give it a shot. I think it's the secret. We'll see. It's probably one of those things that's more uh, like psychological than anything. Like once you get over the psychological barrier that you're drinking raw egg then <laughs> yeah then it's good exactly but yeah. yes but as, the, as far uh, as the uh yeah back back to the question at hand um yeah i think uh so when you say you can't get a lot of people to positionally spar with you how how are you asking them slash like what positions are you asking them to to start in yeah, normally I roll with them once and then just to do the normal sparring, like kind of because maybe that's my issue. I've been rolling with them once and then 
because that's like the cultural norm. Everyone's just like rolling together and sparring. Like so, then then we sit back on the wall as a break, and then then the next roll, I'll be like, hey, actually, like, do you want to roll again? Like, do some positional sparring now that we've gotten to like know each other a little bit more. Um, cause I haven't found any consistent partners really yet. Such a big school, but lately it's like, they just walk away and go roll with someone else. Now I got to start with someone new. So maybe one right. thing I could do is just go in and ask immediately to positionally spar instead of roll. Personally, like as like, if it's a big school, there's a lot of people there and like, don't take it personal or anything, but like if someone who has been training for like, you know, three, four months asks me, like I roll with that person and then they ask me to positionally spar with them again, the next round, that's like 10 minutes of rolling with someone who's been training for like three or four months. <laughs> and respectfully, <laughs> I would probably say no, you yeah. know, like I would rather go roll. like as, as someone who's trying to get better, it sounds like I'm going to get more out of rolling with someone like that's, you know, more, more advanced pretty mm -hmm. much, um, as opposed to rolling with, with someone who is less advanced twice, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I would start off by asking to positionally spar instead of trying to like, you know, uh, give them something by rolling with them and then asking for something like after, cause yeah, like I said, I personally, I, I wouldn't want to spend 10 minutes. If I only have like 25 minutes to spar, I wouldn't want to spend 10 with one person um, right. who's been training for like, you know, a small amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that is such yeah. good advice. I wasn't even thinking about it like that at all. So it's an even bigger ask the second time. It's not doing, it's not any better. Right. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to just yeah. essentially spar. And then maybe uh like one thing to uh to consider would be like you could positionally spar from positions like you know single leg x where like you're in a position that you have you should be able to like sweep from like your goal is to be able to sweep from there in the tournament so like start from that position and sweep from there um and then maybe you could do things like designated winner where it's not actually positional sparring, but you can do things like that from a position like a knee shield where like it's more neutral and you can use designated winner as a way to basically find different routes into single leg X. So like from positions where you have an advantage, like single leg X, you can, you can positionally spar. But from positions that are more neutral, I think you need to build up to that. Like if you were to just positionally spar from knee shield, you're pretty much just sparring at that point, you know, because you're like you said, you spend 90% of your role there anyway. So what's the difference? So like that would kind of be the way I I would approach it. Um, and you could even explain to them like when you're asking them, tell them like, hey, I have a tournament coming up and part of my strategy is to practice from single leg X do you mind if we do positional sparring from this position and like, I can try and sweep you. And then, you know, after then you can try and sweep me from this position kind of thing. Um, so I think they'll, I think at that point they'll be very understanding, but 
yeah, if like I said, if if I just roll with you for five minutes and then you say, hey, do you want to positionally spar again? I'd be like, no, dude, it's it's okay. I'm gonna <laughs> go roll with someone else. <laughs> makes sense. It makes sense now that I just put myself in your shoes. Uh, and that's the funny thing. It's like it's this balance of going in of like I know what I want to get, but I don't want to be selfish and just try to like get what I want all the time. But then also it's like that's being double selfish if i don't just ask for it up front that's hilarious oh man what a blind spot that was ah white belt life um when it comes to the positional spar itself before i would be i would set it up so it's like hey you want a positional spar they're down i'd say let's do um i'll practice like guard so you try to pass my guard if you do we'll reset if i sweep you we'll we'll reset now when we're getting more nuanced to like knee shield and stuff would you let me try to set up an example and you can give me some feedback what so what if i say hey i start in bottom knee shield and i'm gonna try to sweep and then for you try to pass and if i sweep we reset if you pass we reset do you, is that how you would set that up yes but kind of like i said i think if you just play that game you're basically sparring so I think when you're playing the knee shield game, mm-hmm. I would preface that the like play it more like designated winner where the top person is trying to be a good bad guy for the bottom person. Because right now you you can't you're struggling with being effective from bottom. And it's I think mostly because you don't know different routes to like off balance people and get to positions where you feel comfortable attacking. So basically the top player in that situation is responsible for giving like, you know, uh, like responses that are somewhat realistic, but giving you the opportunity to think through how to go about getting to single leg X is pretty much like the goal. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think if you just said the positionally spar thing, um, yeah, like I said, I think you're I think you're basically just sparring at that point. So yeah, I would I would try. I don't know how receptive people are gonna be to it, but I think it'd be worth an ask to see if they'd be open to playing a more designated winner approach to half guard. And then once you do that for a few days and maybe like see some routes where you're like, oh, maybe if I do like, you know, a, a knee lever. I can like off balance them enough to pummel in my butterfly hook. And now when they're recovering, I'm like elevating and getting into single leg X or something like that. Now you're like, okay, at least I have like one, maybe two or three paths into single leg X. And now I can take that into my positional sparring. You can kind of like ramp it up by getting to positional sparring. But right now it sounds like without seeing it, it sounds like you, you can't basically be effective from bottom position if someone is resisting at 100 percent. so you need to basically give yourself confidence at a lower percentage and Mm -hmm. uh kind of see different routes and then test those routes at a higher percentage yeah and that's the tricky part because like if i ended up positionally sparring with someone around my level or like newer than me quote unquote positionally sparring the the way i described it i would be able to find something because they don't have even their 100 resistance is is not good enough, I guess. But then when I'm with someone much better, then it's like no chance at all. And I'm like, just getting completely shut down, not learning anything. So yeah, it sounds like I just need to be more intentional with the ask 
of what like what I want to work on today with someone. And the fear is that like these people won't be interested at all. And I, I I'm sure someone listening might feel this too. Like you learn about designated winner, and now I have to go explain it to someone and like get them to do it correctly. Yeah. So, so I'm trying to think like so maybe maybe the play, maybe the play, because you said um that you are able to be effective against people your level. Maybe the play is against people that are better than you. You ask to start in like you just positionally spar, but from positions like single leg X that you're you have an advantage pretty much. Um so you're working basically on like end game stuff with people that are better than you. And then with people that are worse than you, you can positionally spar from half guard and kind of test those routes. And then, you know, maybe one round a day or whatever, you ask to positionally spar with someone better than you from knee shield and you see how it goes kind of thing. It's probably not going to go very well, but (laughs) see how it goes. Um, And then gradually you'll, you'll work up. But yeah, I think, uh, I think positionally sparring is gonna give you more confidence than uh than just like free sparring if that yeah. makes sense yeah and just playing yeah. bottom getting smashed for like three weeks and then going to the tournament like all i'm used to is just getting, you know playing bottom getting smashed so right yeah i'm even thinking as we get closer i'm just gonna <laughs> find people that are a little my level are a little worse and just start from top side control and just try to finish just to give me some confidence, at least to be able to see the routes, you know, to finishing or scoring. Right. Um, yeah. Or maybe just start on top and like try to pass, hold, like score points in my head. Because I, I think right. I, right. I don't know. As we're getting up to the comp, I'm like not confident. I, I need to, I think I just need to see some of that. Like, oh, it's possible. There are some routes to win versus my mindset at this point is just like, damn, this is scary. This is going to be. This is gonna be intense if people are pretty good. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I think I think regardless, like your first competition is gonna be super nerve-wracking. So I wouldn't yeah. feel like you're uh you're like out outside the norm in this right. one, you know. So um yeah, I think like just you showing <laughs> up is gonna be is gonna be good and you should get a decent amount of matches, which is pretty cool. I so, hope so. I hope so. I yeah. looked online and I, there's only one other person <laughs> registered in my weight class, but who knows? Oh, maybe shoot. people are procrastinating. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see if it ends up being like, it's like one match or whatever. Still, it'll, I think it'll be a good experience. Um, and I think it'll be good for people to listen to like the whole idea of the podcast, right? Is just to like put out like all the struggles, ask all the questions live during the journey and figure it out. So appreciate the, uh, right picking a part of like my question and like getting to the root causes of, of it. So hopefully other people resonate with, with what's going on too. Yeah. I'm interested to see how, uh, how the reframing of the like asks and just like, yeah, I, I'm just interested to see if people are more receptive to it. Um, yeah. now that you have like a different frame of mind when you're asking people. So, um, yeah, look forward to, to talk to you next week. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'll go to basically tomorrow. I'm gonna just go and the first ask is gonna be, "Hey, how long you've been training?" And if it's like many years, I'm gonna say, "Do you mind if we just positionally spar?" And if they say like a year or less, I think I'll also positionally spar. But I'll I'll either st- I'll start in like something more disadvantageous if I'm if they're about my e- equal to me. Yeah, yeah, and and even even say to them that you have a comp 
competition. Oh yes, coming up. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. And but then yeah, for kind of sorry for those who don't know what designated winner is, maybe we should just point people to Josh McKinney's episode. Um, there's a podcast called I Suck at Jujitsu, and you could listen to the recent one actually, maybe where it's called it's episode number. 198 the future of training method huge dw breakthrough part two of two on the i suck at jiu-jitsu show so or maybe you came from there <laughs> maybe because he gave us a shout out but uh yeah it's a really really cool um training method and i've i really want to try doing it lately in the drilling i've been trying to do it you know they teach a technique at the beginning of class go drill and i've been saying hey give me a little bit more resistance okay a little bit more so i've been trying to incorporate it there but yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's tough when, when like I'm, I'm in a very weird situation. So I can just like, if I hear about something on Tuesday, I can try it on Wednesday kind of thing <laughs> and see how it goes. But yeah. a lot of people aren't in my situation. So it's kind of a gift and a curse, not having very many training partners and kind of being the person quarterback in the whole thing. So yeah, um, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. We literally have probably the polar opposite yeah. type of jujitsu um setup you are like the instructor at a gym with very few students i am a brand new you know seven eight months into jujitsu now at a big gym <laughs> where i don't know anybody you know like hardly ever see anyone i recognize when i go back to class maybe just a few people so it's it's interesting like to learn learn from you yeah yeah, yeah i kind of like you uh I think on this episode you got to like experience like experience the the side of the uh, the coin from being like an upper belt but it's also really beneficial i think for me and and even josh when he sent me the like he texted me about the uh, um shout out for the designated winner on that recent one and he said i wasn't expecting to find the white belts insight so valuable you know so i i definitely think it's beneficial for everyone to hear hear your perspective too on it so yeah thanks man yeah i'm gonna keep trying to just leave it all out there and be honest with with how how i'm like struggling with stuff and hopefully it helps people along the way but uh yeah when i heard him say that i was like damn no way that's so cool what a huge compliment um and uh yeah i'm glad that you think white belts are people yeah cool man yeah i'll catch you uh yeah he's so funny but yeah i'll catch you uh next week Cool. All right. Later, Josh. See ya.